Talafalava and welcome to the Olifunga Vaa Etasi One Family Exhibition in celebration of the Pacifica Month. This audio and visual exhibition explores our deep ancestral connections, our relationships through Oceania, and our distinctive Indigenous worldview through recorded Talanoa with Pacifica cultural leaders showcasing Mesina from different motu of the Moana. A few mai, matala mai ao to witness and celebrate our indigenous knowledge. I'm Sue Burman. Today I'm at Tamaki Pataka Korero, the Central City Library, and I'm meeting with Bamata Toliafoa, who's the Senior Research Librarian Pacifica. Um, and who has been actively involved in putting together this fantastic exhibition that is currently on display here on Level 2. So, Talafa Lava, thank you so much, Bamata, for making time to talk with me today. Talafa Sue, thank you for um, giving me this opportunity to talk about the exhibition. So I wondered if we could start, perhaps, with you just telling us about the context and the title of this exhibition. The exhibition that we have on at the atrium, um, floor level 2 Central City Library, is titled Olifungawa'a Etasi, One Family. Um, the title stemmed from the, I guess, an indigenous perspective of unity and all things that is Pacifica, um, and celebrating that through um, stories, content, people, places, identity. Uh, one Family, or Olifungawa'a Etasi, um, encapsulates... Um, but I like to thank um, the worldview of Pacifica people and how they look at knowledge, perceive knowledge, or I guess activate knowledge. So the exhibition is a celebrate of uh, exactly what it is, one family and its mm-hmm. people, um, their knowledge, um, their identity, and everything that um, encapsulates their stories. Um, I have interviewed about um, six um, and photographed six cultural advocates from Tuvalu, Kiribati, um, Fiji, Tokelau, um, and Manuatu, mm. and each cultural candidate has gifted a mesina or a taonga, um, colloquially artifact, um, to be part of one family. Um, these mesina are currently on display in um, these vertical cases up on the atrium floor, um, and they each signify an important aspect of each cultural candidate and their identity or their journey from. Um, the islands mm. um, and into the diaspora. Mm. And I really love the fact that we can see both, you know, you've photographed the people with their masina, but also there is the actual item here in the case, um, you know, the material itself. Yes, I, the material really, um, it speaks to uh, where some of our knowledge are stored. We like to think of knowledge as being pen and paper or something that's written and verbal. Um, and this exhibition really accentuates that knowledge are also stored in things that are made, mm-hmm. things that are considered arts and craft. Um, and so a lot of our history, our stories are stored in these messina that are in our vertical cases. Um, and <clears throat> people are able to kind of go a little bit deeper beyond just the view of the people and their masina through um, the oral history interviews you did. Can you tell us a little bit more about, about that? Yes, so um, the 
each cultural candidate um, did an oral history recording talking about um, their Mayasina. Um, and that's not only, and through that process, they end up highlighting a lot of their identity and a lot of their migration stories, mm-hmm. um, just their reflections of home as, as they make way into a new home that they call Tamakimakoto or Aotearoa. Um, they talked about these Taonga as having a um, sentimental or emotive feeling that they have. Um, some of these feelings are from people who have passed on, um, the knowledge that they feel that they may not get or that they feel they need to hold steadfast or else that might sort of wear away over time, especially with the many influences, social media and whatnot. Um, and so these Taonga ground these um these cultural candidates that their identity, their their home, um, that we se- we are separated by the ocean are still very much, very much intact. Mm. With your role as Senior Research Pacifica, did you find uh, a connection with the community through that or these people that you have sort of found through your own networks? I would say both. Um, there are people that I reached out to online and there are also people who friends have recommended and again, some of them are my, my friends. Um, the role itself has made the um, relationship um, much more warm and easier to navigate, especially when it's done by Pacific and it's for Pacific audience. So having a um, Pacific uh, research role um, or a Pacific leading this sort of project for Pacific people um, really, I would say it made the um, mafutanga or that relationship really warm and um, easy coming. Mm-hmm. And so, when we do things like photography and oral history recording, the space is comfortable, the space is um, safe and culturally safe, I would mm. say. You feel that warmth in looking at your work and listening to your interviews. So, you know, it's really beautiful in that respect. And, um, and I, I guess from. Um, in Auckland libraries but also from our community's point of view that having an opportunity for these stories to be told and to be recorded and and photographed um, really helps our future researchers hey to absolutely. see our Pacifica communities in the diaspora. Absolutely um, what these cultural candidates did was basically accentuate and activate our established or current holdings in Auckland libraries although they talked about Te Taonga but what what that really highlighted is that um, their stories are carried through some of the the content or the collections that we have here. Um, for instance, one of the wooden cases showed the calendars from Papua New Guinea, Samoa, um, Solomon Islands, and Vanuatu. Vanuatu. <laughs> yes. So, um, and because some of these chosen calendars are had a relationship with basically the speakers. Um, it, it made sense to have that historical aspect attached to sort of the the current or fresh content, so mm. that to show that there is still a married or this interweaving of knowledge, the new knowledge versus old knowledge, that they're, they're still they're still immigrating, they're still um, warm, I should say. Um, mm. and, and the other collection was the polyphase, which was on the far section of the wall. Um, and we see sort of a more younger audience, so that brings in that fresh aspect as well. So this exhibition really highlighted the marrying of old, the new, and and sort of the established content. Mm. And the potential of the future, hey? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so we also, um, of course, are right on or in Polyfest 
the polyfist moment eh? it's yes as we talk absolutely it's basically happening today tomorrow and saturday where high secondary school students are competing to be the top but we all know the winners are culture um, <laughs> and indigenous knowledge <laughs> yeah absolutely um i wonder whether um i think over this next kind of month uh, here at, at the Central Library, but going on all over um, Auckland libraries are sort of activations in the Pacifica space, um, which is really fantastic to see. But of course, it's not limited just to a month. <laughs> yes, um, I think that's that's amazing part of um, this exhibition. It's ongoing um, and the relationships formed with these cultural candidates are warm and are ongoing. And there will be plenty more stories to share and plenty more taonga to um, to showcase. Mm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing more and more people accessing um, those wonderful recordings. You know, even in the short time they've been up on our podcast, they've been really well enjoyed. Um, and so, both for um, you know the communities that are uh, associated with the, the actual people, but also for people to to come new to this content it's really rich right now and also of course into the future um so i'm just was wondering about you know putting a, a curating an exhibition like this about some of the challenges um as well as of course the rewards that come from doing this work uh, i first i just want to acknowledge that um being a having a pacific centered role does make um, these avenues easier to connect to other communities um, but in saying that, just because it's led by Pacific, it's not at all easy. Um, reaching out to these communities uh, are quite difficult in the process and also understanding how distinctive each culture is. Mm -hmm. um, and so cultural competency is really key in, in forging this sort of exhibition. Um, the challenges basically is um, really just arranging time. We love island time and that's okay. Um, but other than that, um, the communities have really pulled through giving their tonga, um, making time available to record oral histories, um, but also enlightening myself um, on their on their vision, on mm -hmm. how their cultures run, that I that I see similarities in my own as a Samoan person. Um, so um, just doing just being able to being in their spaces and in their presence. Um, I got to understand the similarities between their cultures and minds. Mm -hmm. And so I guess in that sense it did not it did not at all become sort of a challenge, rather it was just rewarding to be enlightened by them just as much as they are enlightened by me as a Samoan person mm -hmm. and as me as a Pacific, as a Pacific uh, Research Librarian from Auckland Libraries, that the space um, can be the, the guardian of their knowledge or they are reflected in this, in this space. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the proverb and title that you've given to this yes. exhibition is has a trueness about it. Yes. Um, the proverb of um, Itasi really does reflect exactly how the process um, went through and exactly how it is displayed here in the atrium space. It's very, it's very home-like, it's very family-like. And um, uh, anything else you'd like to add before we close? Uh, well, thank you to all the um, seven cultural candidates, Janessa, Lydia, Charles, um, Enoka, Charles, Tukana Singer, um, Helena and Peter Setu for, for making their time available and for really trusting 
uh, me and being the guardian and caretaker of their knowledge and of their tongue for the duration of this exhibition. And I'm also grateful to all the channels in Auckland Libraries for, for helping, um, for helping, I guess, create a safe foundation for this Tonga and for this sort of project to um, to be publicly available to um, to Tamaki Makoto. So yeah, really appreciative and grateful. Thank you for listening. You can visit the exhibition on the 3rd of March to the end of April 2023, Monday to Friday, 9am to 6pm, and Saturday and Sunday from 10am to 5pm on Level 2 at Tamaki Pataka Korero, the Central City Library.